Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan Action Jackson with you to the top of the hour. And it is our pleasure to welcome to the program live from San Diego, where I'll have the call, the Cardinals and Padres, Jack Flaherty, Joe Musgrove today. Afternoon start. Dan McLaughlin. Good morning, Dan. Well, good morning, and I hope you guys have figured out how to score some runs. Jackson uh, actually has a three-part solution he would like to propose, and he uh, now has the floor. Dan, it's all about seeing the ball out of the pitcher's hand, turning that bat inside your body, and then putting the barrel on the ball. Wow. Bat inside the body. You want to describe that? (laughs) That off. You know, you keep it tight, closer to the belt buckle as possible to allow that power to kind of lag through all the way till you get that barrel on the ball. Is that right? <laughs> God, that is just a wonderful exchange. Who needs Brad Thompson or Jim Edmonds when you have that kind of insight? Yeah, I'm available, Jeff Dan. Albert. I mean, <laughs> might as well get hit rid of him and everybody else. Turner Ward, we got Action Jackson. Yes, yep, he's coming in. He'll be out in Southern California by the fifth inning today. <laughs> uh, Dan, obviously people are concerned. Uh, what are you seeing? And certainly when you're talking with people, what are you hearing? Well, I, I, I would say this. Um, I understand you're concerned. I mean, this is getting historically bad where you're not scoring and everybody's gone cold. I talked to Ali for a while yesterday and, and he said, Hey man, he goes, I'm telling you guys are saying they're close. And I, I mean, I got to take him at his word. You know, he's, he's very blunt and honest with me and he's not going to lie. He said, Hey, Goldie thinks he's close. He said, we leave him alone a lot. He said, he just, when he goes in a funk, he's, he'll come in and say, I'm just not right. And we're all looking at, he says, there are times we're all watching him and like, what do you mean? You're not right hitting the ball this way, that way, that way, and doing this, that, and he goes, yeah, I'm just not right. But when he says he's right, all of a sudden they, they take him at his word because, um, you know, normally he turns that thing around. Um, and then same thing with Arenado. Albert has been Albert. Albert's had a good series. You know, he broke up the no-hitter last night. He was on base a couple of times, I think in both games now, but certainly yeah. in game one. So yeah. Two hits in game one. You know, yeah, I, I, I just – just think it's collectively gone cold. It's a bad spell. Thank goodness that Milwaukee is not playing well. Um, and, you, you know, at some point you're going to wrap up this division. And I do think Albert's going to get to 700, but you're running out of time. Um, it's just it's one of those stretches, man. It's historically bad. And when they come out of it, they'll probably come out gangbusters. But it, it needs to happen. It needs to happen soon. I've cited uh, the 2009 season. I don't know how well you remember that. Uh, Wayne Wright was I remember gonna, it, yeah. yeah that they, they played really poorly in, in September, and they had a big lead, so they were able to hold on. But then they were swept out of the playoffs by the Dodgers. And, and so my question is this, and I certainly am not going, I don't think these guys are trying. That's not the case. But I wonder if subconsciously, when there isn't, I mean, they're they're going to be the three seed, barring a real mathematical phenomenon here. 
if if it's just human nature to not be as locked in as say they were when they had the Yankees in town or a few weeks ago when the Braves were in town and you've got this big lead. Do you think there's anything that I'm just trying to figure out what's going on? I do think there's something to that. I don't know if that's the case with this particular team. Um, we we talked about it last week, Tim. I, you know, I we were, we were talking about going for the the two seed. Yeah. Remember, and I said, yeah. hey, that have that carrot there, and you stay motivated. Um, so I I think it's human nature that you do let down a little bit. I don't think with this group that they are. I just think that they're in a really bad funk. And uh, I thought Blake Snell last night was awesome. By the way, yeah. I, I do think that was a byproduct of. You know, you can say, hey, your guy's taking taking bad at bats or is the pitcher that good? I, I thought he was that good last night. Um, his stuff was awesome. I mentioned during the game the, the one pitch to Albert on the, the second uh, or the first strikeout, and he was ahead three and one, Albert was, and then the next pitch was like 97. Next one was like 98 or 99 or whatever it was. It was the hardest pitch he ever threw in in uh, his career. Yeah. So he, he, he yeah. was amped up last night. So I, I just thought his stuff was really good. But there's got to be, you know, I, I think what's going to happen is that one, somebody, Albert hits a home run, Goldie Arnado hits a home run, something like that. Newbar gets a triple and gets the, the team going. But once they, they break through and get a run, I, I do think that that eases some of the tension and maybe some of the pressure that they're, they're feeling right now. What are your thoughts on the outfield as, as a whole and what you think the Cardinals will do when the, when the most likely at this point best of three series rolls around two weeks from tomorrow? Well, I'm disappointed O'Neill is not here. Um, I, I think it's more of a maintenance thing with him just to make sure that he's all right. But, you know, he, he's not been the guy that we saw. There's been stretches that we've seen him um, like he was at the, the tail end of last year, which was um, an MVP candidate and the, the player of the, the month in September. But it, it's tough to come back and then all of a sudden say, okay, let's amp it up. I'm I'm ready to go and get a few games in, and and all of a sudden you're you're in you know the high intensity of postseason baseball. So that that's been disappointing for me. Um, I don't think you can play Dylan Carlson against a right-hander right now. I, I think he's strictly going to be platooned against a lefty, and the numbers would bear that out as to why you would do that. Dickerson um, is going to play against right-handers, and I think Newpar has got to get going here. Uh, you know, Newt is what four for his last 40 or something like that. But again, they, they think he's close, but he's really a, a key to this thing. So to answer your question of how it plays out, I think Ollie will mix and match. Um, and for some of the reasons I just gave, and then you have to figure out, you know, who you're facing. So if it's Blake Snell, you might get a lineup like you had last night. If it's Joe Musgrove, you might get a lineup like you have today. Now Ollie's lineup today may be totally shuffled up who knows i you know he may just tr- just shuffle the deck or start pulling him out of a hat and say here you go um but we'll see what happens when we you know get to the ballpark dan mclaughlin with us live from san diego we have uh, two more minutes dan i wanted to get your thoughts on paul the young situation he's striking out about 37 38 percent of the time at this point over three last night with three strikeouts and him being in the lineup is this a case of the cardinals feeling like they're a better team with him out there defensively and they're certainly a more dangerous team in the postseason if he can recapture what he had in memphis and for about a week when he came back up with the Cardinals. What is uh, the thought process you think on DeYoung, and where are they going forward with him? Definitely they're a better team defensively with him because then you can shift Tommy to, to second base, and, and that makes you much better defensively. Uh, you know, the numbers don't lie. I mean, he's he's lost at the plate right now. Um, I thought Ollie might, might pinch hit for him with Donovan last night, even though it was lefty-lefty. 
you know, Donovan has been pretty tough, uh, whether you're a lefty or a righty, in terms of just putting the ball in play and giving you that tough at bat. Um, it's, been a, it's been a very poor year for Paul. There's no other way to put it. It's been a struggle. He's lost again. Um, but I think you carry him on that roster uh, because of the defensive issues that the Cardinals, and I mean that in a positive way, I guess, the, the defensive switches he can make um, late in a game if he's not starting. Um, and maybe Ali last night was thinking, look, this is my best option. I got a right-hander against a left-hander. I don't want to go to my bench because uh, the right-handers were Molina and Deluzio. And I think the option then was Brendan Donovan. And if you get a, if you get something out of DeYoung last night, and you're, again, you're dealing with an eight- or a nine-game lead. This is a one-game lead, and it's a like totally a must-win situation. Right. I think maybe you think differently about this, yep. but you're trying to build them up with something. And it didn't work out. You know, you still had a tight game. It was a one-run game, and it just didn't work out. I mean, that's baseball. But I can understand one way going with Donovan. I can understand going another way with, with Paulie D, and it just it just didn't work out. And it hasn't many times this year. Final question. Assuming the Cardinals are in the position, which certainly looks like they would be at this moment, to set their rotation for the Friday, Saturday, and possibly Sunday, best of three, in St. Louis against most likely the Phillies or Brewers. How do you think Ali Marmol would order that rotation, Dan? My guess would be Montgomery game one. And then I'd go uh, Wayno game two, Michaelis game three. And I think Montgomery is is clearly earned that start. Um, Not to say that the other two haven't, but then you go into game two and you say, look, either Wayno pitches this, you know, into the second round or he he saves our season, which he's done many, many times before in his career, and then have Michaelis for game three. But that's the direction I think that he would go. I don't know that for a fact, Mm -hmm. but that would my guess. There it is. Dan McLaughlin will be on the call today. Cardinals and Padres this afternoon as they try to get right offensively. It'll be a test. Joe Musgrove on the mound for the Padres. Jack Flaherty for the Cardinals. Dan, always appreciate the time, and Jackson has uh, given you permission to use those three hitting tips today on the broadcast. That'll be huge for you. I'm going to use them. I need them. (laughs) Thank you very much. Very welcome, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, fellas. There he is, Dan McLaughlin with us live from San Diego. BK and Ferrario up next for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN.